Sheik happens, y'all, but we got this. Commander in Sheik, self-appointed Commander in Sheik, Natalie Riddell, here with my amazing <laughs> sister cousin Jane. Hey. There is nothing more validating than when you self-appoint yourself. You I don't even know if that's yourself. how you say it because nobody else probably ever needs to say self-appoint yourself. Um, but that yeah. is legit. If you need some legit credentials, you just give them to yourself, period. Boom. That's right. Listen, most of the people in the world are self-appointing themselves anyways. They are credentialing themselves. Mm-hmm. They are self-appointing themselves. Don't you worry about it. Okay, good. Yay. <laughs> okay. You're just playing the game. I'm just showing up. Okay. Great. So we're going to talk about holidays. Holidays. Hol- holiday. Oh, God. Celebrate. Actually, we pray. Why do I not? We don't have a playlist for holidays yet. Well, that's about to change. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I can tell you one song that will definitely be on there. <laughs> Go ahead. Wait, I can't remember how it starts. Which one is oh, it? For Christmas. Oh, well, Mariah, yeah. It'll be Actually, every odd number. The whole playlist, every other song will be Mariah Carey. <laughs> it starts with a jingle bell sound. Jinka, 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 like that. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. Oh, Christmas. There is just one thing I need, and I and you have to sing the backup part to yourself for yourself. Oh, to myself. Kind of like where you give your make up your own credentials. You also sing (laughs) your backup for yourself while you sing it. You sing all the parts. I sing all the parts. Boom. Boom. Okay. I do love that song. Wait, can I tell you something funny that happened? Yeah. Today I went on a field trip with Jack. Sorry, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait, am I saying anything I shouldn't say? I went on a field trip with Jack. It was really neat. We went to these like they learning about geology and he loved that event. What what's the study of plants? Botany or whatever. Botany. That's yeah, that's what they're doing in um science right now. So they did like the botanical gardens and the geology museum and anyways. That's cool. <clears throat> but <laughs> I rode with his teacher. Like there was like two chaperones to a car because it was like an hour away. And so I rode with his teacher who is actually a friend of mine. You met her when we were there this, when you were here this past week. Remember? Okay. So I was riding with her and um, the, the, there were just two Jack and one of his friends in the car with us and they were back there watching a movie. And so she and I were talking about just all kinds of things. And we were talking about movies we like to watch. And I, and there were some that she was suggesting to me that I had never seen before, but they were like kind of thriller movies. And so I was like, you need to take those to me. You need to text them to me because I've never seen them and I really want to see them. And also we're about to, (laughs) we're about to go to Thanksgiving for the week with my parents and Travis is bringing the fire stick for our bedroom. (laughs) And she said, what is fire for saying that? Don't forget your fire stick. She was like, uh, and I think it's just where that was like for the bedroom. She was like, oh, oh, goodness. What's the fire And I was like, goodness gracious. I was was so embarrassed. I was like, no, no, the Amazon fire stick that you plug into your TV. 
<laughs> she was like, oh my gosh, she said plug in. <laughs> Wait, she's one of us. Oh, she's, she might be one of us. She's the sweetest. She is so funny. She's actually hilarious. I really like her. And I like her even more now that we know that her mind can fall into the gutter in a half a split second, just like ours. We so just I, never get out of it. We so at my child's Christian school, I told his teacher at his Christian school that my husband's bringing the fire stick for the bedroom at our family vacation. You're darn right. But um, bum. <sighs> That's really fun. (laughs) Okay. Um, That's all. That's my only anecdote. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Which part of the reason we skipped over Thanksgiving at your house, just because I feel like I need to say this because I really love Thanksgiving and I don't like (laughs) skipping over Thanksgiving. And because also we think that we've ticked Thanksgiving off. And so we, we kind of feel like we've crossed Thanksgiving, which is weird, but we both it's have that feeling, weird. which is really <laughs> weird. Um, but also I feel a little bad about it. And, but we did skip right on over Thanksgiving at Jane's house, except for Dr. G's nightstand, who has a pilgrim couple, an Indian couple and some harvest vegetables, just yes. so he doesn't <laughs> feel so sad. Um, so we did skip over cause they are going out of town for a whole week. And when they come back, it's hmm. going to be like when Time they wish they'd already had decorated. So we just went ahead and sc- breezed right over it. But the grocery store has Christmas trees yesterday. They, I was at the grocery store and they were unloading them. Um, really? So anyway, we're in it. I mean, I, this summer so flew by to me and then all of a sudden it's like, October's always feels kind of crazy because it's like John's birthday, Skylar's birthday. Halloween. I don't know. I, I always feel like October kind of, and once it that hits, it's like you're in it. I mean, yeah, they're putting Christmas stuff out at Halloween. You know this. We know this. Yes. Yes. Um. So, one thing I just want to do address about holidays because around the holidays there are more parties and there can be more alcohol things. And well, here's my feeling about holidays, and I absolutely love them. You know, you know, give me a theme. Let's celebrate something. Boom, I'm on it. There's no better theme than Christmas. And there's no better theme than Christmas. Except but we also love Thanksgiving. I just want to make sure Thanksgiving knows Halloween. that. And yeah. Halloween. Love that you, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Love you, me, Nick. Love you. So much. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> Next year, we're going to reenact the original <laughs> Thanksgiving. Like, we have to do something big to make up for it. Oh, my gosh. Y'all y'all just buckle up, it's gonna be magical. for Thanksgiving. We need to start working on the costumes right now. Oh. Can I be Pocahontas? Ask, okay. okay. We'll try yes. later. You can be Pocahontas. You can be a pilgrim. But I don't want to be a pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay. I already want to be a pilgrim. I already want to be Pocahontas. <laughs> no, I can. T- Wait, that doesn't make sense. It you doesn't because I've got dark Whoa. hair. Ha! Fine. <laughs> I'll, be a, I'll be the cutest pilgrim that ever pilgrimed. Let me tell you that much. Mm-hmm. You I'll make your costume. Oh, uh-oh. Okay, well, that's exciting. <laughs> okay, so... Here's the thing about holidays. This is my feeling about holidays. As much as I love them, the holidays, all holidays really, are like a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. And I feel about holidays, like when things are great in your life, it's like holidays, the holidays just put an extra sparkle on the magic. Mm-hmm. They're just that much more magical. When something's not great or missing or broken, in your life, mm-hmm. I feel like it puts it, it amplifies that too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so the holidays can be hard. And I've had holidays where I seriously just prayed to get to the other side. Right. Um, and I, that makes me sad, you know? And I mean, I think that's like, it's like, um, you know, people tend to drink more during the holidays, not mm-hmm. just because of the festivities, but because of like the coping with, I, I think some of those kind of cracks and holes and sort yes. of painful reminders, like the holidays remind you what's not picture perfect, you know? Right. Um, even though I really, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how you get through life and not have a hard holiday sometime, but like for me, like, especially as a single mom, I felt extra single, right. <laughs> extra single mom at the holidays, you know I mean? It just right. feels, um, I mean, Skylar and I could not have had better could not have had better holidays together. It was sure. awesome. And I mean, it's partly why we're so close, you know, but mm-hmm. I would be lying if I said I didn't have countless Christmases where I'm like, just could somebody just help me put up the freaking Christmas tree, you right. know? Right. Um, it just, when you're a single parent, it's like, if you don't do it, it doesn't happen and you really don't have help. And then it just feels lonely and you know? exhausting. Um, and kind of exhausting. And the other thing that, I mean, I, I mean, vodka and I were like besties. Mm-hmm. Um, because every other Christmas I wouldn't have Skylar. Oh and, gosh. So, and every other Thanksgiving. And, um, I can't begin to tell you <laughs> what that feels like, like sure. going to bed by yourself in your house without your kids on Christmas. I can't well, imagine. not by myself because I had Grey Goose vodka. And I mean, it's exactly what it was. Sure. <laughs> and I think I woke up and like fixed Bloody Mary's. <laughs> um, anyway, that, that was really hard. So, um, I mean, I don't experience that now, but I just, that was hard. I can't imagine. And then you feel about it. It's like you st- like I the, in the times when it is hard. It's like you see all the decorations, all the things that when things are good are like yay, the magic of Christmas. It's like a dagger in your heart when things are hard, you know, and when you have right. loss or um brokenness in your family or whatever those things are. Um, so also, and there are things that you go where you have to drink where there's alcohol work events. Right. There's just, there are just more things revolving around alcohol and entertaining and all that stuff. And that makes it hard. So it's like the stress is amplified and then the sort of availability of alcohol and events like that, it just makes it hard. So, yeah. um, I can't say that I have any great insight on coping with those things other than what I always feel like are the things that help, um, like exercise, making sure you get enough sleep. I also, and y'all have heard me say this a hundred times. It's okay not to freaking go. Uh, Absolutely. It is okay not to go. And, um, I used to put a lot of pressure on myself. Well, like, you know, you really need to go, but I'd have anxiety about drinking. Like, you know what? I'm not going. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, like if I'm that stressed about it, I'm just not going, you know? Yep. Um, one thing that helped when I was a single mom and I've talked about this before, but my, um, one of my best friends in Florida, I had one friend really who was a single mama. 
um, Janelle and she and I, it helped us both a lot, I think, because like we would pile up and take the kids trick or treating, like we would kind of be the other adult together and just pile up the kids and do a lot of that stuff together. So that helped a lot. So as a single parent, if you can find another somebody that's kind of in that same situation that y'all can buddy up, that helps a lot. It just makes it so much more fun. Right. And manageable. Help. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, there are two of you. It just makes it more fun. So um, that was something that helped me a lot. Um, You know, I also, and I've said this before, that I always used to feel like if I'm at an event, it's, it's my job to make sure that everybody has what they need, that everybody meets everybody they need, like that I'm like the cruise director. Right. But that wears me out because, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, because my introverted self, my weird homogenized social butterfly introvert, um, I have a hard time. Like, I'm like, oh, but they're not, they need to be talking to somebody. She doesn't have what she needs, whatever. Then I like collapse in on myself because I'm worn out. And John was the first, when I first was sober, he'd be like, babe, how about we just sit at the freaking table? Right. <laughs> this is not your party. This right. is not your problem. Like you don't have to manage that. So just put it down. That was hard for me because my whole life I'd like been that person. Yes. Um, but then I was like, okay, you're right. I really don't have to. And how nice is it to not have to or leave? Like, exactly. Because I, you know me, I'm all or nothing. So it's not like you're just going to go and not stay long. Like if we're going, we're going. Right. But then I got to the point where I was like, okay, we can actually, how about we go and stay for 30 minutes? Now there's a novel idea, you know? Right. Um, so I think sort of giving yourself permission to do those things or not to go at all or whatever, you know? Um, I mean, I don't know if this is really an appropriate way to handle, who knows what are the appropriate ways. The appropriate way to handle recovery is whatever, whatever in the hell keeps you sober. Absolutely. No, that's what I always go back to. Sorry. I said, it's okay. Hockey sticks. Um, and I do I'll allow it. That. <laughs> Thank you so much. I I'll get one, one pass, one free holiday pass. <laughs> um, so I've said that before because you can, it is easy to get caught up in the whole, like, you're not doing recovery, right? Like, mm-hmm. no, I am because I'm sober. So that's how we're exactly. doing it. <laughs> um, and so anyway, one, one thing I've done before, I don't do it now. I haven't done it in a long time. It's a, It's not that I haven't thought about it. Um, but especially early in recovery, like one thing you just feel like you're the only person not drinking. And sometimes you are. Right. Right. <laughs> people used to say to me, oh, you're not when you're in recovery, other people aren't drinking. And I'm like, bull honky. I'm looking around this room. Everybody in this room is drunk. <laughs> so don't tell me I'm the only one right. not drinking. But one thing right. that can be stressful and um, comes up actually a lot is when you're at a place if you're at a social event and people don't know that you don't drink and you aren't drinking, people will offer you drinks. Like it's incredible. Yeah. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm fine. You know, well, let me get you a glass of wine. Let me get you a cocktail. I'll bring you whatever you want for the bar. Like, I'm good. I'm good. It can be exhausting. I mean, it really can be exhausting. And you feel like it kind of is like draws attention to yourself now. Right. Have I ever told anybody I was pregnant? No. 
Has it crossed my mind? Yup. <laughs> if I didn't think I might see those people again and have to explain where the baby is, I probably sometimes would. But the thing that occasionally I've done, I have not now, but used to, um, like get a Diet Coke and have them put a lime or, you know, or get whatever and ha- like put a wedge of something and then it looks like a cocktail. And I know in a way that seems a little bit like a cop out because I try and be open about my recovery Mm-hmm. to help other people and also just to protect myself from myself. Um, but in under certain stressful circumstances or whatever, you can't, you're not, you don't have, I and mean, I feel like everybody just needs to do what they need to do to stay sober. Yeah. And sometimes that means putting a friggin' lime in your diet Coke just so one other person doesn't ask, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I don't know if that's helpful to anybody, but I know I'm not the only person that have done that. I've had other friends in recovery say, oh, my God, just get a lime wedge. <laughs> yeah. Get, get a wedge Coke and, move and put right it on your Diet Coke and people think it's a cocktail and you can just roll on. Um. So anyway, I I don't know if that's helpful to anybody. It's probably less. It's probably the easier road than saying you're pregnant. Just <laughs> just just saying. There's, there's don't, I mean, I've thought about it so many times. There are less follow-up conversations that come well, with the limelight. True that. True that. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so that's that's a little something that might be helpful. Um, and I mean, another thing that really helped me was again just being like, okay, I'm gonna go, and if I stay five minutes, I can leave. You're like me saying to myself, you know, what, you're allowed to leave even mm-hmm. if after five minutes. Like nobody is. You are an adult. Nobody is forcing you to stay anywhere. If it's uncomfortable, go home. That's right. Um. So, anyway, I don't know if that's helpful. I'm sure it is. Here, but um, if if nothing else, just know that you're not alone, and that um, I really do. There are a lot of us out there fighting for our recovery over the holidays. Okay. Um. And I mean, I I think. It's it is stressful for everybody, and it's just important to kind of stay be proactive about managing your stress. Mm-hmm. This I am saying out loud to myself too, right? Because it's hard. It's well, hard, to, and I've, some of it, like you get off your routines. You know, it's just everything. Everything's just amplified. It is, you know? um, and can be a little bit overwhelming. Even like just the financial stress and. Yeah. Spending and shopping for the holidays and all the stuff. It's just, it's a lot. I mean, it's, it's magical and wonderful. And I, you know, I love it all. Um, just one other thing I was going to say, um, as far as things helpful getting through the holidays. And I've said this before about, um, dealing with depression stuff. It's been something that's been kind of a lifeline for me when I get in a really dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, that my mom suggested for me in high school when I was at boarding school and having a hard time. Um, and I think really the first time that my depression started to become a thing um, to the point where I was not in a good place. Um, my mom said, you know, sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself for, you know, to help yourself like that, getting out of the, the, a slump right? Um, is doing something for somebody else. And at the time I kind of rolled my eyes like, okay, mom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Like, thanks. 
for that. And I didn't even then realize how depressed I think I was in retrospect. But um, but I was like, okay, that seems like a mom answer. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I did take it to heart and I started trying to do volunteer work like Habitat for Humanity and mm-hmm. um, the soup kitchen and things like that at, on the weekends. Um, and that really did help me some mm-hmm. with my depression stuff. Um, and so I think some of it you feel when you're in a, a place like that, you feel like you're kind of alone and sinking. Right. And like into the darkness. Um, but it sort of gets you out of your head a little bit and sort of helps you refocus, I think. So um, if that, that might be something that would be helpful to people too, because I, I still, I mean, even it doesn't have to be even like big, major ordeal about always going and doing serious volunteer work, but just even small things, if you can do for other people, it, right. I feel like that is a way that can help you kind of cope with um, depression stuff. That has helped me. Yes. Um. Okay. So let's talk about your Christmas last year. This actually stresses <laughs> me out. So let's just well, you know why it's quick you about out. it. <laughs> you know why it stresses you out? Why? Because Christmas is hard. Christmas is hard. And this is just one, another one of the many ways that Christmas can be hard. Um, so last year for Christmas, uh, one of the main parts of the kids' Christmas was we uh, were taking them to Disney World in February. And Mary Jane had never been before. Jack and Sam had both been... Um, but when Sam went, he was only three and he didn't remember a lot of it. So it was going to be like, we were going to do like, do a big trips. We were staying for like eight days. Um, and we stayed at the Grand Floridian, which was really nice. Like we were really kind of splurging on this trip. Um, and uh, my parents were coming. Um, so we were real excited about it and I had bought them new luggage, for the trip. And then that's how we were telling them. So it was wrapped up under the tree from mom and dad. And so inside the luggage was like, um, we had printed out like these tickets that said, you're going to Disney world. And then February, whatever the the week was um, that we were taking them. But then they also had like age appropriate, like little travel games and books. And some of them were Disney related and some of them were neck pillows. I can't remember. Just different little travel things. I think they all had a Disney t-shirt in there. Just fun little stuff. Um, so we were so excited. I mean, that was, I had worked really hard on planning that trip and we were so excited And my parents even came over that morning to be there when they opened the present because they were going to be part of the trip. So um, we, you know, they had gotten all their like Santa Claus stuff and um, my parents came over. We were, they were showing my parents what all they had gotten. And then we said, oh, well, why don't y'all open your presents for mom and dad? So they all start opening them up. They get them opened <laughs> and they're like, at first they don't get it. They're just like, oh, it's a new luggage. Oh, it's, you know, like they, they're just like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. And then Jack, my oldest, finds the ticket and he's like, are we going to Disney World? Are we going to Disney World? And um, I, 
I said, well, what does it say? He says, it says you're going to Disney World. And I was like, well, we are. And he's like, when? And I said, well, look on the ticket. And it said February, whenever. And he was like, oh, we have to wait that long. I cannot tell you how immediately my blood began to boil. It was like immediately just to say something negative. And they were all just kind of like, okay, well, what? I mean, like they were, it was like they were let down. Now we have to wait. Jack's like, I'm going to have so much homework because we're not going over Christmas break. We're going then. And now I'm going to have so much homework and da, da, da. And so anyways, I, like my parents could tell that I, Travis was upset too, but I mean, I was livid and, um, so I just kind of said, okay, time for y'all to leave. They left and I packed up their little suitcases with all their things and said, since y'all are having such a bad attitude, we're not going to Disney World. Just forget it. It doesn't sound exciting. Mom and dad spent a lot of time and money on this trip. And if y'all aren't excited about it, then we won't go. And they're like, no, no, we're excited. We want to go. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and so anyways, I took the trip away. They cried. And I said, I'm not joking. And so we packed up their suitcases and put them back in the boxes. And then when they went to bed that night, I had Travis stick them up like in the attic. And, um, I mean, I had a big long talk about like how ungrateful they were and, you know, all the stuff and just how much that had hurt our feelings and, um, you know, just what an ugly attitude that was and how ungrateful it was. And <laughs> anyways, and later that afternoon we were going over to his parents to m- my in-laws house and, they were still talking about it. Disney World said they cried. They were crying in the car. And we were like, listen, we, that is over and done with. We've dealt with it. It is what it is. But now we're going to go over and celebrate Christmas with the family. And it doesn't need to be sad and miserable. So y'all need to kind of get over it. And, you know, next time when somebody gives you a present, you need to be thankful and grateful. And I don't care if I wrap up a stick of chewed up gum to give you, you better be thankful for it. And so and then Sam was like, yeah, guys. And the real meaning of Christmas is Jesus coming to live on earth so he could die for our sins. And mom can't take that away. <laughs> Which was, I mean, it was kind of obnoxious, but it was kind of funny. It's like, listen, <laughs> like the Grinch stole Christmas all over again. <laughs> but anyway, so we did. We just took it, took them away, and we didn't. We did end up still taking them, but we didn't tell them until like the week before we left. Um, which I think was did hit like right on Valentine's Day, and so we gave it back to him and said. Um, well, I mean, we gave it back to them and said, because we love you and part of loving you is showing grace. And I mean, they had apologized to us and all of that, but, um, and then they cried all over again (laughs) when we gave it back to them and then we put them to bed and then Mary Jane came down crying that night. We were like, what's the matter? Did you have a bad dream? She's like, no, I'm just thinking about how much you love me and you're giving me this trip to Disney World and I've just you've just had to deal with me all this time. <laughs> <laughs> She's so 
funny. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's over. Now let's be happy. Like we're ready to be happy about it. So anyways, that was really hard for us. I mean, I felt miserable about that. And like, even now I'm like, oh my gosh, it stresses me out. I mean, it stressed me out to no end when it happened. I don't even like to talk about it. I'm, I'm not, I'm serious. Oh my gosh. But like, even this year, I'm like, it makes me nervous to give them something for Christmas. I'm like, if they, I will never give them Christmas again. If they respond that same They'll way. Be good. I know they, they are. Well, I don't awesome, know that they will. Grateful but. kids. They just had a minute. Mm-hmm. It was a big minute. <laughs> a minute that lasted close to two months by the time <laughs> it was said and done. <laughs> well, I wanted them to really feel like it was gone. You know what I mean? I didn't want them to feel like, oh, she's just saying that, even though I, and I would have canceled the trip, but. I don't Honestly, think you should have canceled I the trip. Didn't want to. Like Travis and I wanted to go. Like we we no, had planned you did this the right thing. thing. So I was just like, you know, they need they needed to learn the lesson, and they definitely felt that the trip had been canceled. And I mean, we took everything away from them that they had gotten from a, like that had to do with that trip. So, um, anyways, and when we gave it back to them, they were very thankful and very grateful. I'm sure they've learned. I'm sure they learned. Um, I guess we'll see. It was so fun because we went to a conference, a social media conference in January. That's right. And so, and we. No, it wasn't in January. It was in December. The the conference was? Yeah, remember? But it had to have been after Christmas because I knew, we knew the kids thought you weren't going. No, it was before Christmas because the kids didn't know we were Okay, going. okay. I just knew I had to keep it a secret and that was stressing yes. me out. Okay, so it wasn't <laughs> that okay, that was the secret. I was thinking it was that they we were you were still going and they didn't know. Right, right, right. Um but we had fun we went to Disney we because um we went to Orlando for a conference and um my friend Shayla had passes for us to go to Disney one night. Yeah. Um so we went and we went also to the Grand Floridian, which is gorgeous, um, which is, you know, I was born like 40 minutes from there. So yes. it feels kind of like home, home area, home territory. Yeah. Um, but all the, ho- all the hotels related to Disney are as magical as Disney. I mean, you could go, we used to, we had, I mean, we have friends, we would go sometimes and just like stay for the weekend. You don't even go to Disney, you just go to the hotels because the pools are so amazing. Yes. Like they have, so, everything's just over the top. Disney style. Um, and the Grand Floridian is beautiful and everything is totally designed for your kids to have this magical experience. So absolutely. So I mean, it's also designed to drain your bank accounts, bank account. Oh yes. (laughs) I mean, it ain't right, but at the The same time, you pay pay for it beforehand. Yeah. Y'all, y'all had a trip planner. Yes. Right. You had a woman that was like her job. Um, but it was fun because we went to like the Grand Floridian and we like mm-hmm. could kind of, that way Jane could really like see in person where they were going to take the kids and it was fun. And it is flipping magical. Holidays. That's right. Because we saw 
the was, castle. We saw the castle for decorated Christmas. for Christmas and everything. Oh my! And God. remember, inside the Grand Floridian was a life-size gingerbread house. Yes, that's that they what were just made serving. me remember. Yes, they were serving gingerbread cookies and hot chocolate out of, and quite possibly one of the most beautiful Christmas trees I've ever seen. Gorgeous. The Grand I mean, Floridian. It was beautiful. I need to go back through my pictures because I remember thinking I'm going to use that as an inspiration for a tree. I'm not going to do that this year. Don't let me do that, Jane. Don't do that. Let's not do that. Let's not and say we did. That's not going to happen this year. But remember all those really pretty decorations we saw? They were really pretty. I'm going to go back through my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably need to. Can we wrap this up real quick? Because now I feel like I need to go back through my pictures. <laughs> OMG. And go um, back Christmas shopping because we didn't do enough. We while didn't you were do here. that. We didn't do that theme though. That I, do you even remember what the theme was? I do. It was was it twelve days? Mm-mm. It was. Um, well, it's the Grand Floridian, but it was kind of like a Victorian. Remember, it was yes. a little bit like historic feeling. It was beautiful, sort of like Victorian ish, and it was sort of like muted colors. It was sparkly and it had pinks and I think teals. Do you remember? Oh, yes. I got to go through my picture. It's hey, about, I need to look at those real quick. What? I've got to tell you something. Okay. I just almost forgot about it. I'm totally changing the subject though. Should I just don't let me forget? We to were tell talking you about you glitter. Though. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can I just tell you? Like, I just got goosebumps and I felt like I was mad. I felt like I was in line. For my eggnog at the life-size gingerbread thing with you. And I feel like I was standing near that magical sparkly tree taking pictures with glitter sparkling everywhere. It was so pretty. And it smelled like gingerbread in there. Because it was life-size. And remember on that ginormous tree, all the ornaments that were ginormous? I mean, like everything. They were huge. They were like as big as your head. As big as your head. (laughs) Okay, I'm not big on the tree because the tree was gigantic. Everything was ginormous. It was freaking magical. Oh, it was beautiful. Okay, go ahead. Okay, wait. Also, what? side note, I'm having like an allergy fit. I know. You know I know because I was sneezing. And you see, I'm a little bit congested. What's I am. It's like just come on all of a sudden. So just, <laughs> I'm fine. But just know that's what's going on. I'm trying not to sniff a whole bunch. Just y'all don't Are you feeling me. like you need to sneeze again? That's miserable. No. You just sound a little bit congested. That's the main thing. I feel like I need to blow my nose, but I don't want to do it on the thing. Well, I appreciate that (laughs) a lot. Um, So anyways, but I just needed to tell you that side note before I go tell you something else. Oh, well, are you going to tell me something else? Well, unless you need to keep talking about glitter. One thing I did need to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. I would like to keep talking about glitter, but I understand that it's time to move on. For a minute. I okay, so one of my favorite traditions. I yes. Mean, one of the things I always do at Christmas is I cl- I have my favorite, I love a nativity set. And my mm. favorite nativity set we got on our honeymoon. And it's pink hand card from Mexico. Oh. And it's all like it's so cute. I'll text you a picture. You've I seen it. I was gonna say you have I don't know that I have seen it. Okay, it's my favorite. Um and because we got married December 8th. Right. So we were on our honeymoon like right before Christmas. And That's we were amazing. in Mexico. These beautiful, they were pink. I mean, they were pink. That's all I'm going to say. This <laughs> nativity. Okay. But one of my favorite things I've always done for Skylar is um, hide baby Jesus. Not hide. 
<laughs> no, like baby Jesus scavengering. Baby, <laughs> Wait, that's kind of a cute freaking idea. I'm not gonna lie. Wait, let's Rebecca trademark Christmas baby Jesus scavenger hunt. <laughs> oh my! Hey, ben, Ben, doesn't that make you King Herod? <laughs> a little bit. Like there are all kinds of directions we could go with this okay but let's maybe just... we'll be the wise men we'll be the wise men not not king herod we'll be the wise good call. men good call hey okay good gold, i don't want to be king herod and myrrh can i be the one that brought the gold fine i'll bring i'll bring what's myrrh anyways frankincense i think is smelling stuff isn't it does it frankincense so i was gonna Jane. say i'll bring what? what's myrrh i don't know that's what i'm asking if our moms freaking listen to this we are <laughs> I don't think they taught us There's that, what myrrh was. Wait, I mean, what, listen, there's wait, no way that my myrrh? mom did not teach us what the heck You're the right. freaking kings brought. And I'm going to tell you something. Your mom either. Aunt Pam, she knows what myrrh is. I'm going to have to Google it. I feel like we're wait. in trouble. I feel like I'm literally about to get in trouble from my mom, even though she doesn't listen. She's She can sense it. Oh, is she texting you right now? She can sense. I mean, she's she is probably pulled the car over somewhere. <laughs> just because she feels especially like right especially since it's something about the nativity that we're getting wrong i'm telling you because remember that time <laughs> remember that time that i told you black friday was um <laughs> wait what no. did i call it no 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 you called good friday black friday <laughs> right and i'm like i just don't understand and, the, and travis was like um <laughs> girls well, this. I still get it confused though. Which one happens? Which is my shopping day? <laughs> Black Friday is-, is the Friday after Thanksgiving. Okay, and what I said was Easter, and I said it was Black Friday because he was died. That's the day he died. He was crucified, but then we couldn't figure. We're like, wait, but then why would they have the Last Supper? And wait, then he then rose we were on like Monday Thursday though. Is that <laughs> that when he died? Wait, but wasn't wait. he crucified on Friday? <laughs> Jane, wait, I'm confused again. Thursday, Monday, Thursday's the Last Supper. Yes. And he was not dead because he was there. And Black Friday was the day that he died. That's not Good Friday? That's Good Friday. Okay. I just am still calling it Black Friday. Because we still can't, because he was crucified, you think it's going to be dark. Dark. But it's supposed to be good. See, that's, we were set up for that. That is confusing. Somebody set somebody set us up. Set <laughs> specifically for us. Uh, duh. I mean, because because we're that important that <laughs> the entire wait 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 fundamental Christian that's faith like, and that's... also the largest <laughs> commercial retail <laughs> holiday clearly are both about us. Okay, Duh. so that's that's a habit of mine of thinking that I'm more important than I am. <laughs> Wait, because but aren't we though? I don't. Okay, but when Travis and I first moved into our um, apartment in Charleston, <laughs> we had a balcony, but we were ten floors up. But there was a balcony, and I made him go and get like a broomstick to put in the sliding glass door that. Oh, was I love that balcony. story. And you don't like, know if Spider Man's coming. 
And he said, listen, we're 10 floors up. And I was like, somebody could get in the apartment above us or even rent it and then scale down. And he's like, Jane, how important do you think we are that people are going through this huge heist to get to us? And I'm like, it could happen. And you better get the broomstick and put it in the door. Dr. G, you obviously don't know who you married into, (laughs) Mr. Get a freaking broomstick and stop asking questions. Then when we lived in Richmond and Jack was a baby, he was only probably like, I don't know, two months old. And we were sitting in the den. Jack was asleep in his room. And we were, Travis and I were sitting in the den. And all of a sudden the power goes out in the whole house, just like, and then you can see through the blinds, the blinds are closed to the backyard, but you can see just light beaming through. This was at night and light was just beaming through. <laughs> like they I found me. They found me. Somebody had cut the power and they were shining spotlights on our house. Like here, you. like we are coming to get you. And Travis was like, babe, don't flatter yourself. Who do you think you are? <laughs> what had actually happened is a tree had fallen on a power line and that power line snapped and caught That's the tree on fire. not nearly as likely as the other. And so the tree was on fire on our house. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about that. No, it's far more likely that somebody cut the entire, <laughs> cut off the power through the city of Greenville and is now spotlighting your house, Jane. Um, Duh. That is way more likely okay hold on hold please the three gifts had a spiritual meaning gold as a symbol of kingship on earth what does that even mean i don't know but this is not going to give us the answer we want it's not because frankincense (laughs) and incense as a symbol of deity and i don't know what that means i hate when i need to look up words that are already when i'm looking up a word well a deity is like a god I know, but what does that mean, though, really? As a symbol of deity? I guess if a symbol. Oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Christmas is hard. Frankincense is hard. What can we talk about? Myrrh. Are you ready for it? First wait, of all, guess how you spell myrrh. Don't be looking on your wait, phone. I won't, I won't, but I do have a guess because isn't it like M M Y H R or something? M Y R R H. Okay, so I wasn't really close at all. Myrrh is an embalming oil. Well, if that's not something festive to bring to a baby's birth, (laughs) I don't know what is. Please, honey child. An embalming oil. a symbol of death. Wait. You know what? This is weird. Who is this even? Who wrote this? You know if it's on the internet, it's true. So I don't even know why I'm questioning Let me tell you this. Sometimes this is described more generally as gold symbolizing virtue. Okay, except that Mary got knocked up before she was married. I'm just saying from the outside, that's what it looks like. (laughs) Frankincense symbolizes prayer, which is not even the same thing. And myrrh symbolizes suffering. Again, why are you bringing that to a baby? I'm I'm so confused. I'm going to tell you something right now. This is stupid. What? I'm going to tell you something. Mm -mm. Who called these men wise? (laughs) <laughs> sounds like a clearly they are not married and did not ask no. their wife what to take the freaking baby sounds shower. like a typical male going we out on the set trying to pick out a baby guest <laughs> they got lost on the way i think didn't they anyway God yeah they had them. to stop Bless and ask king herod and ask he's your like freaking wife that's what they get <laughs> Oh, and God man. only put a huge star in the sky. They so couldn't. Long. 
Y'all can't find it. Really? You can see the star during the day. I'm good you didn't get there sooner with those freaking gifts. Lord help. You know what? If we we should be, if we were in charge of everything, it would just run more smoothly. I don't know I why they didn't ask us. Really not clear on it. And I'm gonna stop looking at it because it's getting me all tangled up and grumpy. Wait, wait, wait. They... Here, this says okay, okay. frankincense is a perfume. Well, that's nice. Well, didn't they use frankincense like to wash their feet to make it smell good? <laughs> <laughs> good either but wait i just saw something about myrrh as an anointing oil now that i could get behind okay see that's okay we don't hate i mean that's not bad i just don't think they asked their wife but i mean <laughs> listen oh. i could have told them some other things to bring honey i please. mean we could have brought a velvet baby blanket there are a, he was uh, born a in baby a manger it was cold <laughs> let me bring some linens for the love Lord. And all they had was swaddling clothes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's stressing me out altogether. They could have brought a mattress. They could have brought oh, any number know. of things. It was freaking cold, too. Except Whatever. that, wait, wait. You can't you save know, everybody, Payne. Didn't the wise men come and visit Jesus when he was like a little boy and not when he was a baby? So he was already back home in his own house. Did you know that? Jane, that is not <laughs> what the nativity is, though. Mm. You don't like that? Three kings of Orient. Wait, I'm getting stressed out. I feel like all the, the, I feel like everything's falling apart. Bearing gifts, we travel afar. Wait a second. What do you, and you mean in the real story? He didn't, they didn't come to the main. The real story, meaning the Bible, (laughs) meaning (laughs) history. (laughs) Well, wait though. Then why do I, why are they in all the nativity sets? Well, because they're part of the story. Except they're not part of the manger (laughs) story if they ain't there, if they ain't supposed to be there. But they were looking for him. They were already looking for him. I feel like I need to go back to Sunday school. (laughs) I teach Sunday school. Come to my Sunday school class. All right. Except I don't think I want to know because now I'm getting confused about everything. (laughs) Just everybody just remain calm. (laughs) Remain freaking calm. Christmas okay. is hard. Christmas is hard. And I even forgot the whole thing about what I was going to say, which is what I was going to say. Here's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. This is what I was going to say is I'm we, ready. I always wrap Jesus. I take, ba- I don't put baby Jesus in the manger until Christmas. You hide him and Scott, <laughs> I hide him. <laughs> no, I would, I have this sparkly sequin box and i put baby jesus in the sparkly sequin box and then we put that under the tree and scholar would open that um on christmas morning and and it was like the expectant waiting of christ for you know the whole two years later we had the wise men in (laughs) and then two years later we had the wise men in now i don't know what to do with them this christmas i gotta think on it (laughs) especially if that's the kind of crap they're gonna bring to the baby shower anyway who maybe i might just leave him in the attic jane i might leave him in the attic. I'm they're not the most be- richly dressed they always have the crowns oh and they the do have gowns. cute outfits and jewelry all right then come <laughs> i'm worn out okay it's wait a lot you know what we did um which i really want wish they had in richmond okay i've i love the messiah I okay, wait. I know what you're going to talk about, and this makes me so jealous. I'm bringing my kids to that. 
Is that what you're talking about? That we have the Messiah here? No, that's not what I thought you were going to talk about. <laughs> okay, well, what I'm going to talk about, we don't have, which I wish our church would do, but I don't wish it enough that I'm going to organize it because I've thought about it for a minute and then it stressed me out and then I quit doing it. Um, Actually, our church does an amazing carol, keyboards and carols. Ooh, our music what's... director is so good. He's so what, good. Wait, what's keyboards and carols? They, they, we have... We have this incredible organ in our church, and they bring in the, these amazing pianos, and it's sort of a sing-along thing at the beginning. It's like December 4th or December 5th. It's amazing. I wish you could come here for that. Our music to. director is everything. Um, but what I was going to tell you, when I first we first came across it, it was a Christmas. It was just a few years ago. I didn't have Skylar. I was having a hard Christmas because of that, and it was after Tyler had passed away too. So I was just in a hard place right? that Christmas. And John had a work conference in Raleigh. Okay. And so I went with him. Um, and I was with him and he was like, just come stay in the, you know, we'll just go, you stay in the hotel and whatever. And we'll kind of bop around Raleigh when I don't have the conference stuff. And we kind of stumbled across, I think I got online and just sort of Googled like, you know, holiday things in Raleigh or whatever, sure. you know what I mean? And I found this, this one church had a sing-along Messiah. Oh, that's Jane. amazing. It was one of the coolest holiday things I've ever done. First of all, it was a beautiful church and I kind of feel bad that I can't remember what church it was. And you know what? I'm going to look up and see if I can find it online and put it in my stories. That is sounds it was a beautiful amazing. church, which I, we didn't know till we just showed up. Cause I found sure. it online. And I was like, we have to go do this. Um, so it was a beautiful church and it was all like candlelight. And you Ugh. were given the candle thing that you light at the end. And they had their whole choir there in robes. Oh, that's so pretty. Um, and it was all candle lit. And then you go and you were given the music, which, I mean, you know, that's nothing makes incredible. me happier than singing along with that. And so you, we, and we sang the whole Messiah. And that is so the, Holly, oh my God, I'm getting goosebumps. I can't. <laughs> I'm getting goosies. Just that's thinking incredible. about it. Um, Richmond has a beautiful Messiah here, but you go listen. Don't you know you I sing. like to sing. You know I like to sing. Don't you know you I'm sing. Hum- Don't even hum along. <laughs> I can just, I can just imagine sitting beside you at the Messiah, and you be, like, <laughs> and I'd be like, I know I'm a second soprano. I know my part. Don't think I won't sing it. I have a hard time not standing up. <laughs> I've thought about singing it because you can, but I wait. Don't. I thought you just said you couldn't. No, well, but I mean, you can. Oh, you can like sign yeah, up and go yes, to practices. Yes, you can't just yes, walk yes, in yes. off the street no, the night of. I mean, you can like me sit in my seat and sing along anyway. <laughs> I know you do. But I know I'm not supposed to. But that had never stopped me. <laughs> just like when we took the kids to the planetarium show. And even though they were songs you didn't know, you laughed and sang along. I'm the sun. I'm so hot. <laughs> Jane, <laughs> that was the most magical science experience I have ever had. And let me tell you something. If I had, if I had ever, when I was a kid, had a rapping son, I'm so hot. I'm the sun. I'm the hot. I'm the sun. I would know more about, I would probably be a scientist. You probably would have been. Cause that was mad. And then there was the pink sparkly unicorn stars. <laughs> unicorn like, blast off. Unicorn blast off. Pink sparkly unicorn blast off. Oh my gosh. Wait, did I just lose you? No, I've got you. 
Can I tell you what just happened? Your son just tried to FaceTime me. Sam oh, just tried no. to FaceTime me and I thought I lost you. That is so you cute. You did not lose me, but it does look he like the my... lights went out behind you. Oh, it really That was dramatic. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. <laughs> That's bizarre. That was actually kind of, why is it? Why? Wait, I'm not the <laughs> Wait, don't, don't, because I'm about to pee in the bed. There's nothing behind me. I had to check. Ew. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. Why, wait, I've got the creeps. Why do I look blacked out? It's like blacked out. Wait, wait, wait. For real, I'm about to wet my pants. <laughs> I love when this happens. <laughs> and I'm sitting on my bed, right. and I do not want to have to wait, change my shoes. I have to keep turning around. <laughs> Help me. I can't stop. Okay. Wait, I have to tell you something. All right, go ahead. Wait, were you going to say more about the Messiah? I don't know. I feel like I've that's run its course. I'm good. <laughs> I'm still worried about the kings, but whatever. <laughs> well, listen, there's nothing we can do. Well, not now. In the past is oh, in the past. Right. Can't All change right. it. You just got to go build ahead. a bridge and get over it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Well, wait, there's two things. Okay. First, the thing I thought you were going to talk about was the living nativity that you have. Oh, my gosh. And I think my kids would think that's incredible. Wait, I need to have things that are going to make you come see me at Christmas. So well, that... you do. You just <laughs> talked about like two things. Well, I had forgotten about the living nativity. Plus the Jesus scavenger. <laughs> well, that I'm about to start. I got to start working on that. Yeah, we're having a Jesus scavenger hunt. I've never done. This will be the first annual. Okay. The live nativity in Richmond is amazing. And your kids need to come see it. What I mean, it is incredible. They reenact here every year. I don't even know how many years they've been doing it. What, why are you making a scared face? Is there somebody behind me in this dark room? I can't with this. Wait, no, no, Jane, no. I'm getting the creeps. I'm sorry. I I'm feel like I am. No, no, don't. I feel like I'm literally falling apart over here. Number one. You still need to sneeze and are sniffing. Listen. Like you've used up every Kleenex available. You're about if to use your sheets. If y'all can see me, I've had a tissue over my face the entire time. Right. And you recording. look like you're about to, your eyes look all sore. And my like eyes are swollen. I wonder and if you're watering. having like an allergic reaction to something. I have no idea, but then You're probably my just kids, upset about Christmas. I hear the kids. I hear the kids. Sam the just texted me. <laughs> Sam's FaceTiming you, texting you. They're using up the internet. And then your lights go out. Now say I'm about to pee my pants. Salem started barking. And that's when I made the scare face because Salem never barks. So she's Salem barking. never barks. But I bet what's happening over there? Do I, I feel like I need to come over there. I feel like I need well, listen, to your lights cut out. What? is going on wait do i still have power like is my house power gone out no my phone's still charging all right we don't know okay all right let's carry we're falling on apart here i wait, just want to everybody remain calm can i can i just talk about the live nativity since yeah, your talk. entire ready? world collapses you've in got on you? one you've got two minutes go okay just i'm ready <laughs> so the live nativity enrichment and i think it's just called the live nativity yeah it is so it is so amazing. So this, I think it's one particular church every year, just that's what they do. They provide it um, for anybody that wants to come and they have horses. I mean, it is really seriously like going to the city of Bethlehem. I mean, soldiers come, you basically just go and it's packed. 
the whole time they do it, like every okay. night, and or you just go all bundled up, and you, um, they let in like group. You go in group, so they'll mm-hmm. let like you know fifteen people at a time. So you go wait in line, and then they let you go through. But you go up to the gates like of the city. Right. And I mean, like soldiers on horses greet you and ask you why you're there. I mean, it's wild. Then you literally see like you walk through the city like there are um, chickens running around. Uh, I mean, just from a historical standpoint, it is so cool. They've got fires going. They're baking bread at the bakery. They've got. so cool. It is so amazing. And I mean. It's, well, y'all have talked about it before, and I keep thinking how incredible my kids would think they would love that. It I mean, you'll amazing. die, but the kids, it, it just, for the rest of like your, <laughs> I mean, you see how much of an impact it's helped me on my <laughs> historical understanding of Christmas. There's that's the wife clear. been there? No, because they're probably out shopping for the wrong baby gift. <laughs> they're all lost and whatever. I don't even know where they are now. In time, I'm so confused about the whole thing. I got to read it again. Oh, um, Anyway, I don't so they, just so you know, I don't think they know for sure, but they talk about when the wise men come and bring him gifts that he's a young, they call him the child, like not a baby, but that he's a child and that they come to the house. <sighs> I don't know exactly. I could be wrong. It's all really confusing now. I need to get to the bottom of it because um, I'm going to solve that real quick. You will. And you'll fix it, whatever it is. I mean, nobody else has probably ever tried. <laughs> I mean, God was a control and all, but I nobody to everything. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, but it is amazing if you are ever able to come to Richmond to that. That is really special. It's cold. Yes. And it feels I remember Skylar sort of being like, Mom, <laughs> are, are we there really? yet? Because <laughs> it is sort of long. Um but it's but it is really amazing. At the end, they have like hot chocolate and cookies and everything. It's really it's cool. It's, That's really it's neat. Fun. It is it is it's fun. It's a neat thing to take your kids. Your mom loved it. I know she did. Your mom she talked when she was here a couple years ago. We went through. We need um, to go. I want you guys to go. Okay, so I feel like we've pretty much solved everything. Wait, no, I've told oh. you forever ago that I want to tell you something. Okay, I'm ready. Go. <laughs> And then you keep saying, yeah, me too. I want to talk about this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to tell okay, you something. Now it's your okay, turn. Now. On, this time is your this. turn. And I mean it. <laughs> okay. I just want to bring closure. I love closure so much. Go. Well, I guess kind of closure. Um, For any of those who well, are there's listening. There's no kind of cl- closure. Is, I mean, there if it's not, if it's kind of closure, it's not closed. Can I tell Bring my it. story? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so good this time. You're not going to believe how quiet. Okay, go. For the next seven seconds, I've got the I can floor. Do it. I can do it. I can do it. Go. Seven. So um, for those who listen on Patreon, in the middle of our recording, we heard a car accident. And I mean, mm-hmm. we heard it and then this saw it. Saturday. It was for on our Saturday. Su- our Sunday episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah it happened really on stopped. Saturday. No, that's not. Again, how many seconds was that? Did you it count? Was, I was seven because I counted okay. on my fingers just okay, to be okay. sure. Okay, go. Um, <laughs> we heard it happen and it was very distressing. Um, and in the 
and we were saying, you know, we're sure everybody's okay. But I mean, it was a bad car accident. And you even said at one point in the recording, like there's somebody's running out there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I said, well, I'm going to make sure, you know, you texted Travis texted while we were still Travis, recording. And he never answered me because he had already grabbed his first, first day kit. kit and was running out there. So yeah, I think you probably saw him running out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just at least a little bit of closure that nobody was seriously injured from what he could tell. He did have to bandage somebody up. Um, but um, it was a three car accident. It was a three car accident. I, the person I saw was not Travis. It was oh, a it woman, was. but I, but I, she had a cell phone. I mean, that was part of the reason I was less stressed about it. Cause I was like, okay, obviously that woman's going, they've got a cell phone, a couple. And like, I think her high school aged kid went too. Sure. 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 But Travis reported it was three cars. Yeah. There were three cars and uh, there was one person that was pretty badly injured, but he said everybody was going to be okay. So, and he stayed until the first responders got there. Um, so anyways, he's a hero, but also just so y'all know, it was a dad. Yeah. Um, with two little kids, a four year old and a six year old. And it mm-hmm. upset both of y'all because it did. I think it upset Travis. I mean, really, sometimes I think about being Travis and getting a call that your wife and three kids were in a horrible car accident. And then what he had to go through, really. Right. I mean, partly when I come and help you, it's really to help him, you know? I mean, help him. because I, I, I want to, because that's a lot. Just, yeah. I mean, this, the being sort of, I don't know that I just can only imagine how that's probably been a lot on him. Not that he it would ever, been. ever, ever say that, but seeing his face when he came in, I know he we finished recording bit. and went downstairs and he was the, gone and he was gone. And we were like, the kid said he ran out from the back. He ran through the gate. Yeah. Um. And so neither of us could see him go in there, but we knew, something was up. So Jane went out to kind of meet him and he came in to the garage just as Jane was going out there, but was shaken up by it because Mm -hmm. first of all, anytime you come across something like that, but it's not been that long since that, you know, happened. And just then his, his, the, the man who had the biggest physical injury had a pretty good gash to his head. And he was the father driving the four-year-old and the six-year-old. And while Travis was there, his wife showed up. So I think it was just upset. I'm sure that was all kind of just brought it back to him. I think so too. I think it was a little bit of flashback and Travis never actually came to the scene of the accident. He met us at the hospital, but I think standing there and kind of looking over, like after he had bandaged the guy up and stuff, and then he was standing there waiting for first responders, just seeing the wife getting there and the wife getting there and seeing the trauma and the distress and the, you know, fear i mean i think that just kind of brought everything back for him so that sure. was that was hard but I, I i did just want to follow up since that happened and we talked about it on patreon um since we were seeing it happen just to let everybody know that it looked like everybody was okay yeah and really you and i went to run an errand not that long up the after the accident and it is amazing how how quickly it's like oh my gosh there was a three car accident there and now it's like you'd never even know right it was all kind of wild up. yeah, yeah. but anyway there. um so just yeah 
And that I think that's kind of clear. I feel like that gives closure. But I'm glad you addressed that because I've thought about that a couple times since. Like, gosh, we kind of should help people know that's okay. <laughs> right, that they were um, okay. But anyway, okay, so um, we hope speaking everybody – yeah, go ahead. Speaking of Patreon, y'all know this already, I think, but, um, you know, we have once a week a free podcast, She Cappens, available on all the platforms where you can listen to podcasts. Um, and we are grateful to those of you who have left reviews and five-star ratings. We appreciate it. We We seriously read them repeatedly. And, and we that, screenshot them to and each we other. We screenshot them to each other like we didn't know the other one already read them. Because you always love it when people compliment my singing. That one time. Listen, they're saying like it, it happened 12 times because we hear about it a lot. Go ahead. Even if they're not saying it, I know what they're thinking. Okay. Well, you're probably right. You're probably right. I know. <sighs> Usually you. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> but we do also do five episodes a month on the paid subscription program called Patreon, where it's $7.99 a month Mm -hmm. and it gives you access to those exclusive podcasts that tend to be more kind of personal things, things that we probably wouldn't share otherwise. I mean, probably shouldn't shouldn't share otherwise, but um, anyway, that just did ex-boyfriends are hard. We did. And that was hard enough. <laughs> That's it what she said. <laughs> no. Okay. It was a good one. Um, anyway, so we are grateful to you guys more than you know. Yes. Y'all keep keep us keep on keeping on. Um, keep it on. And we hope this week when she happens, you remember we got this. Bye.